Welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. What do you mean, what's wrong with me? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going with it. Yeah. Uh, the coffee pot's on, full of a chair, and we're glad you're here <laughs> back with us. <laughs> it's been a long uh, week. It's been a long week. It's been a sh- four-day week. Yeah. So we've had Monday supposedly off of work, but it's been a... Great Americans Day, great we celebrate. Day. And- but it's just been a long week, so um, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, we need to tell you... That we did have a day off of work, and the kids and I took a vacation. Yes, they packed their bags. The kids were all excited. They wondered what language they were going to be speaking. Because we went to Paris. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? What I know. A, what a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. In- From Brazil to Paris. <laughs> Illinois, that is. Paris, Illinois. <laughs> Paris, Illinois, which is about just shy of an hour from us. We live in a unique little area because around us we have Brazil and Paris and Poland and all and Russiaville. Right. Uh, we've got all sorts of like foreign country names in our area. And I think we take like we take for granted about it uh, that we have places called that to us. It's just we always live that way until we meet people who aren't from around here, and they always are like, "Oh, wow." You're from Brazil, it, especially like they'll say to me, "Your skin is so fair, you're so fair complexed." <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, I so see yes. what you got there. Yeah, yeah. Paris, we're world travelers. And you went there on uh, business or pleasure? Both. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to to break the news here in case you haven't heard. There's a crisis. There's a crisis. A, a crisis among homesteads. Across the country. Homesteads and people who just do their own stuff. Fells NAFTA. NAPTA. NAPTA has been discontinued. It was bought out by Purex and they have stopped making Fells NAPTA. And I wasn't aware of this right away. Um, for a couple of weeks, I tried to purchase some just in my grocery pickup orders. I noticed it was always out of stock, and I was like, all right, maybe, maybe I'm a trendsetter. I don't know. There you go. And um, Noah's like, well, I'll just run into the grocery store for you. And he went to like three different grocery stores and then went to our local Ace Hardware that are always so helpful, and they told Noah that it was discontinued. And they couldn't get it. Yeah. And actually, the guy's words were, uh, you know, I don't have any on my shelf. And if I did, I wouldn't just order a box of 24 just to give you a couple. And I said, I would take 24, <laughs> friend. Who do you friend. think you're talking to? Friend. And it's like a dollar and a quarter it right. was. Super cheap. Um, but so for the folks who are just joining us, what do we care about I Fels Naphtha for? I use Fels Naphtha to make our laundry detergent. What is it? It's a laundry bar soap. It's a bar of soap. It's been around since 1893. So all of our grandparents and great-grandparents have used it for all kinds of things. Yeah, your grandma was talking about she'd get poison ivy and, and her, her mom, mom would wash her in it yeah. because it's an uh, oil remover, lifter yes, or something. Yeah, so it works wonders. So then I started panicking because I'm like, what are we going to do? I really enjoyed making the laundry soap. I liked how it cleaned our clothes. And so I started looking and Menards had like one in stock. And I was like, well, I don't know. And then... I, we said, well, about Rural King, they kind of curious like that. 
and our one in Terre Haute did not have any in stock. And so I looked, and the one in Paris said they had some, and I just couldn't tell what they had. So I called them, and they said, we have 32. And I said, I'll take them. I'll take them all. So the kids and I... <laughs> Kids up. were so excited. They, were so, they didn't get it because they heard no and I saying. I said, "Oh, Paris has some," and then I heard like this like super excitement. I was like, "Oh yeah, get excited about laundry soap." These are my kind of kids, <laughs> and they kept saying, "Pack your bags." <laughs> they, I heard one of them say, "We've never been on an airplane before," and I was like, <laughs> "An airplane?" And then I think it was was it Elliot who said, "I wonder what kind of language they'll speak." Yeah, because he recently got a six language visual dictionary. So he's been all about like learning different words in different languages. He's like, oh, good thing I bought this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it hit us, Paris, Paris, I get it. I will talk. If you hear this crazy oh background, it's the time of the night where the cats, the kids are all in bed. They, so they detect that Amelia has gone to sleep and <laughs> so it's time safe. for them to come out and be safe and roam right, the house. Right, So, sorry about that. So we went to Paris and bought 32 bars of Fells Naphthus. Wait, I got a question for you. Uh, as anybody would comment down below... Elizabeth, why didn't you just go on Amazon? Oh my gosh, it's already price gouged. It's already like between four and five dollars a bar, <laughs> and like Noah said, it's only like a dollar and a quarter a bar. So I just couldn't justify that that money. And I liked how they had thirty two, so I could mm -hmm. have enough for a while. And obviously, like I did have some guilt with it though, because I don't want to be that person that just, like buys it all. Because like, yeah. what if somebody else needs it? So if you're desperately needing a bar of Fells Naphtha, just talk to me. Maybe I'll yeah, make the checks out to <laughs> add check. an extra zero. Think about think of a number and then double it. <laughs> add a zero. Right. We right. Got, babies need shoes. You know babies what I'm saying? Um, but we are keeping our eyes open still for more um, of it as we see it, and I'm hopeful. Like there's a little bit of an outcry right. and Purex kind of speaking as a um, business professor <laughs> emeritus uh, at the high school level, I have a strong feeling. Would you at a business college? Well, I, yeah, I went to bit. Well, I went to college. Well, they talked about business in one of my college classes. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> trained addictions counselor. Trained, yes. Obviously. Turned marketer. Turned marketer. Turned high school. Turned high school. Business teacher. Oh. Okay, so go ahead. As a, as you, but you do teach this in your classes. I hear you talk about your to the kids right. about this too. The outcry is definitely there for another business to pick it up and uh, buy the rights to it and start processing it and selling again. There is replacement products out there that Walmart's carrying. It's called Zote. It's not as good as everything I read. But yeah, it's not nearly as good. It doesn't have the. It's made out of different materials. It doesn't yeah. have the same oil it lifting clean as well. But it's in. The, it's at Walmart. So there's three products you need for that soap that you yes. detergent soap you need. Fels, Fels Naphtha, Naphtha. Um, Arm and Hammer, like it's called super laundry wash, wash or something yeah. like that. It's a yellow box and then Borax, Borax. twenty mule team. Yes. Okay. And hot boiling water. Hot boiling water. Well, uh, our very first podcast was our we were just testing out the microphones and we were talking about that was our first go and yeah. I think successful. Right. We used five gallons worth of it and yeah. what you said a couple things you do differently is I didn't boil enough water. I just added hot water. I, I boiled some water and then I mixed it up and then I added just hot water and I feel like it kinda of separated on me. Um, and I just used a yardstick to stir stir it up. So next time I'm going to boil a lot more water and I'm going to use like a like a paint paddle paint paddle for the on a drill, drill to mix yeah. it up. So, 
really going to mix that up. Really mix it up. And you went to Paris, and the kids rejoiced. You had a good time. We went to Paris Rural King, and first of all, I'm going to give an initial shout-out to Patrick at Rural King, because he took my phone call, and he walked the aisles of Rural King and <laughs> gathered up my soap. They probably thought this lady's insane, which... So that's probably partially uh, true. Weird is the term we prefer, Patrick. Weird. But he was. He was so helpful. And then we went to Paris Roll King. And I've never been to Paris Roll King. And it was so clean. So just open concept. I could easily get in and out of aisles. And we the, we spent a lot of time. The kids and I spent a lot of time in Paris Roll King. Mm-hmm. And going to Roll King is always a treat because we just really enjoy Roll King. But we're there often, so like we know what they have. Right. But we spent a lot of time in there. Like it really was a really nice Royal King, right. which sounds so silly. If to you say. don't have a Royal King, you're missing out. Tractor Supply is nice, but we I like Royal King a little better. It has everything. Royal King actually started in Mattoon, Illinois, and grew out of there. And I've heard that the Paris store and the Vincennes store oh. are both excellent. Like yeah. show model stores. Uh, some of the bigger stores offer. Tr- Royal King Tractors, which Terre Haute, where we, where we live near, has a, one of the first Royal Kings they made, like the second or third one, I think is what I heard, but we're getting a second Royal King next to the new Hobby Lobby, okay. and I'm really hopeful they have tractors and implements there, because I've always wanted to look into those. They're made by TYM, and if you want to follow any other YouTube channels, like Country View Acres with Evan, or... Um, uh, outdoor at the Morgans had a had them a lot too. They were kind of test driving these TYM or Rural mm-hmm. King tractors. They're pretty. I was gonna say it. What? Bougie, pretty bougie. Mark a bingo card. <laughs> uh, really nice tractors that are more entry based. Now, uh, so yeah. So, uh, but you came home with more than just soap. So, I joked with does. Noah the night before. I was like, I promise. And promise is like, kind of a, that was like a joke word. I was like, I'm not going to buy any chickens tomorrow. And I gave like this overdramatic like wink, like, you can't see it right, right. now, but it's like really overdramatic. And he was like, he's like, that, I, I know you're going to look at the chickens. What I, like, I'm not, just do what you got to do. Um, we have a brooder with chicks in it. So like. I'm in my living room on my Ikea couch. And I could see the brooder 10 feet away from me. It's an old guinea pig cage. Three bantam chickens who are doing great. Yeah, they're so pretty. Can, can chickens be pretty? They're so pretty. Mm-hmm. I tell them that every day. They're so pretty. So, and he was like, that's fine. But I was like, I'm not going to buy a chicken to buy a chicken. Because, like, we already have all the, a lot of, like, our, the, I would say the common breeds. I'm like, well, there's a cool breed. I'm going to buy it. And he, I think you've just given up. Partially to pretty not much, given up. Pretty much. You just very like what? It's I give fine. it over. I don't. Over. I don't it's it's not something to get upset about. It's not something to really fret about. You're the one that takes care of them, so yeah. it's no. Yeah. You know. So nothing to me. We did that, and kids like, and in Roll King, they have little like chicken footprints, and it shows you where the the chicks are in the store, and we get in there, and the twins were like, "Look, chicken feet!" So like we like follow it along. We get back there and we're looking. And Elliot was bummed because they have any ducks. He really wants some ducks, and they they were out of ducks. And we were sort of looking, like, all right, nothing too fancy. And then we turn the corner and get to the last little area. And I think Kenner's like, oh, turkeys. We start thinking about turkeys soon. And there's this big yellow clearance sign, and the turkeys were on clearance. And 
if you, I'm sure like this is pretty common knowledge right now, but like the price of eggs have gone up, but also the price of chickens have gone up considerably, whether you're buying like adult hens or you're buying chicks, they've gone up considerably. For example, like last year we bought turkeys. I think they were like five ninety nine. dollars Does that sound right? A turkey. Yeah. And... Um, which I was like, oh, it's kind of pricey, but you know, because you can buy usually chicks for like two or three dollars. But we did it. But then this year I went to just check them out, and they were like between nine ninety nine and ten ninety nine, so like double the price. And um, if you listen to our podcast before, you've heard us talk about our homegrown turkeys and how delicious they were and the experience. And I was like, oh, we're gonna do it again. We'll have to like kind of just double our cost to start off with. And but these turkeys were on clearance for five dollars. How many were there? Five dollars, and there were eleven. And we had talked about this year getting like five, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's eleven. And the kids were like, we should get them. And they we were kind of hyping each other up, and so we like call the friend over the associate, and there's eleven. And I say to him, and I'm like not always a bold person, because it comes to money, because I still I get kind of nervous. And I said, would you give me a discount if I bought all 11? And he said, yeah, I'll sell them to you for $4 a bird. So I said, I'll take them. Because I was like, thinking in my mind, we were buying four or five, and that was going to be like $50. But I can get 11 turkeys for $44. So we bought them. <laughs> we bought 11 turkeys. At some point in time in this journey, you called me. I called you. I think that they were already chirping in the car, like, hey, what do you think about this? I, no, I did call you um, before I said, uh, I called you and said, hey, they have turkeys for $5. And you said, I don't know, that's a good deal. I said, well, they're cur- like, normally 10 to $11. Like, oh, you said, that is a good deal. And you said, how many are there? And I said, 11. You're like, do we need 11? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to. I'm going to try to finagle a deal. And I think you probably thought, too, she's not going this to. This is already... No, I... Listen, when you said there's turkeys, I, I was just thinking, I need to buy more fencing. <laughs> We're going to get lots of turkeys. And I'm okay. I was... Right, right, Long yeah. term, I want to have a lot of turkeys. And right. Just they, this week... They weren't hard. They weren't no. a big deal. They produce so much for so little for work. S- right. Really, it, we, I think... Yeah, it really was not hard at all to have turkeys. So well, in all my free time, in all your free time, I enjoy watching the Bearded Butchers YouTube oh, channel. Oh. They're out of uh, somewhere up in Ohio. They're very popular, wonderful family, wonderful nice guys. Kind of reminds me of watching Duck Dynasty. That butcher is what it reminds me <laughs> of. Uh, but this week they were making turkey, ground turkey uh, bratwursts, and they saw the seasoning and spices. But they yeah. had a mushroom and Swiss. Ugh. Mix and I was like, I I'll be doing that. Uh, our breakfast sausages for like maple. What do you do? You may look for. It just sounds. You mix it with pig fat, so it's got. Carry <laughs> like, like all these things: turkey sausage, bratwurst, mushrooms, and I'm sure it's great. But just like when you said it, all those like together, I was like, yeah. no, it, it looked fan, fantastic, Ooh. and um, you get so much. You get twenty twenty five pounds off right. of turkey, even if we there kind wasn't of much. Dead, like dead, lost weight, like dead uh-uh. weight. Oh, no, on. no. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> we bought eleven turkeys. So as I sit on my IKEA couch with a brooder to my left in my living room, 
I look down the right to the stairs to the basement, and I've got a brooder downstairs. See the red glow. The the red glow of a a brooder with 11 turkeys downstairs. But the plan is to move them outside and an outdoor brooder in the garage this weekend Mm -hmm. because turkeys, I think, are messier. Well, there's also 11 of them. Like When you compare to the three in here, that's easy. But I don't want our house to smell like a brooder, and I feel like we're getting close to that. So the turkeys are going to go outside, and they're already growing like crazy yeah, they were already a good size when you get them it's it's amazing if you buy turkeys and chicks in the same like, delivery same yeah. to whatnot they're it's incredible how fast they're, they're the same size and like the next day you right. notice oh this guy's really sprouting and within a week it's obvious what are the turkeys turkey. and what's the last spring we had baby turkeys like one day old turkeys and we had hatched chicks and i really questioned our rural king, and they <laughs> sold me turkeys because I'm like, these are chickens. So they looked so much like yeah. chicks. But you're right. Within, I would say, very short time, you, their necks start growing up. Their legs get longer. Um, so, yeah. So the turkeys will be going outside hopefully this, this weekend um, in a brooder. Oh. Here we go. <coughs> <coughs> Mark your bingo cards. Sorry, folks. <laughs> no one gets choked on an ice cube. Oh, so that was our Paris trip. So super successful. And it was sort of just like the kids, I just kept like laughing about it because it was just so funny in the front seat of our van. And the turkeys were so big, they couldn't fit in the cute little like boxes they send home with you with chicks. So they like got like a rural king like shipping box and like yeah. finagled it and punched holes in it. Um, loving turkeys. So now we have 11 turkeys. Do we, need do-, lo- do we need 11 turkeys? I don't know. Yeah. There's seven of us growing boys and girls. Right. And we, we're going to And, need... you know, we're down to having one turkey in our freezer. Yeah. And it's like... There's been this we big, have a plan for it, though. But there's been this big conversation of, like, when will we use this turkey? Well, we won't be out of turkey. Like, is it so funny? Like, yeah. everyone's been talking about that. We shouldn't tell yet. Let's save that. All right. Because it's so funny. I guess they, we, we, we can't tell everything. Okay. got to keep them coming back. Right. Big plans for the turkey. Super fun plans. Stay tuned. Um, you just mentioned something else that I don't know if we've f- formally announced yet. We have arrived as a large family, as a large <laughs> homeschool family. Uh, if you're so we went from three to five kids because we, our last two are twins and it's amazing having five kids, the amount of vehicles we don't fit in. Right. Like we, we don't like, or we fit in, we fit in them and have just enough seats right. and everybody is cramped. It's a little better. N- well, I say that when we first brought the twins home and really for the, probably the first year, year and a half, almost two years of life, we had five kids in car seats. You yeah. know, we had, that was rough. It was a get one door shut. Everybody watch your <laughs> fingers. We're going to overlap yeah. the seats a little bit and everybody lean and I'm slamming the door to right. get it and shut. And then the older two boys went to booster seats and that helped a little bit. Yeah. And now the older two boys, aren't in booster seats there's in the seats and benjamin is in a booster seat so um it is better but the boys have gotten so the older two boys especially have just grown so much right they're like small adults really yeah so yes yeah, so we are always having the struggle of our vehicle of can we all fit oh we we um we're really lucky my grandma lives next to us so we like to take her with us a lot of places and it's hard then, like, we don't have a seat for grandma, or I just sit on the floor, the floor. with a seatbelt seat or in the back without a seatbelt. Um, 
which is not safe or legal. I understand that. And so we have now, go ahead. We've made the leap. Made the leap. We are now the very proud owner of a 2005 Chevy 15-passenger van. And it is a beast. It's a beast. And we have already, like, used it and used it. We have used it in many different ways. First off, we'd like to thank uh, Jeff and Lisa Ogborn oh, for thanking of us. sweet people. Yeah, uh, I told a story a few weeks ago about my, the old man and his wife, Ben and Doris, who taught me woodworking and dinner and just how much they meant to us. This is actually their son, Jeff. Um, they had a, a large family and homeschooled, homeschooled and, and did church youth group stuff yeah. and all sorts of just trap. And they had this van and uh, they babied it. And I mean, like, kept it in the garage and hand washed it. And Jeff's a professional at, you know, mechanics. And uh, this, this thing's a beast. It's uh, for any of you gearheads out there, Gearhead. it's uh, a one ton chassis with a 3,500 engine. Uh, and so it's like the, the body or the guts of a big Silverado truck. And so we can haul car haulers, we can haul trailers, um, we can do about anything we need to. And the back seats come out incredibly well, twice already. I've had, so there's four benches. I took the back three out and Henry and I went and got 15 sheets of plywood and it was nothing. And we could have gotten 70 sheets in there if we wanted to, uh, and right now, as we speak, I have all the seats out because uh, another story about this week is I got a really good deal on some insulation. And yesterday I went and got my first load and went and got the second load tonight. And there is only the driver's seat available <laughs> of insulation. I had to like park and rearrange some of it because the way it was stacked in the front, I could only drive with my left hand and I couldn't reach the wheel all the way. It was that full. And so... Uh, it's a beast. It is come in handy. The kids love it. Uh, we're able, we've took, well, the, when I was sick, the Elizabeth took the kids and my parents to Fiddler on the Roof and drove in style. And, uh, it's just such a, I such a drive, blessing. a lot of work friends to a conference, a yeah. day conference. It was just, it's been so nice. Um, it really has. It's been so nice. And these are the vans I drove kind of often when mm-hmm. I worked in the college. Mm-hmm. So no learning curve here. I just, no, as if I did, if I'm being honest, I had to go into a parking garage in downtown the other day and I was confident I was going to take the top of it off. My hands were so sweaty because I was yeah. like, oh goodness, goodness gracious. But it's been a lot of fun. It has been. We're gonna, it's funny. We have, um, I mean, I take little field trips with friends and our kids were like, now our friends can ride with us. That's right. You know, so it's just really... And uh, we, uh, a lot of our friends are big families, big homeschool families, and every one of them have a giant vehicle. <laughs> we were the last, we were the last one, like, one to join the club. They, and they were talking like they would keep enticing us, like, you should get one. You, you should, should get, get a one. Ford Transit. Uh, but you know how, like, Jeep uh, people and motorcycle people, as they drive down the road, they stick their finger down, like, as a salute? <laughs> we ought to, come, we ought to like, do that I'm now to them and be like, we're part of the game. Yeah, we're part of the game, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... We got the van. We got the Fells Naphtha. We got the turkeys. turkeys. Uh, Subfloor is done. Subfloor is... Oh, we didn't do any sort of farm update. Well, I thought we were getting to it, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I usually would start with that. It's all right. We just jumped ahead. I just started because you made me laugh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Update at the farm. 
the entire second floor is subfloored. Hey. That's a big praise. Big win. Big win. Um, we have all our electrical materials, and that's where we're going to next. Going to start. I, I installed all of the junction boxes on the first floor. We're ready to. Uh, my father-in-law Pat's getting the meter base set, and Duke Energy's got to come do some moving of lines, and uh, you know, in the next week or so, we'll have the panel set, and we'll be running wires and wiring up, rough wiring in everything. And we were talking tonight that we're getting ready to enter a phase where you will notice big changes. Pretty much, I mean, it feels like to me who's been up there every day for whatever years, I feel like, uh, the last year, is we've done so much deconstruction, mm -hmm. you're finally going to now see some construction. Now, I've done I've done construction, but it's things you take for granted. Floor joists, floors, subfloor, paneling, nothing cool, nothing sexy, just <laughs> basics, all right? Just stuff that, like, the commoner just overlooks. Right. And now we're going to get to like, oh, hey, for too long, we'll be slapping drywall up. I know. And it'll take on a, on a, a life of its own. So, uh, it you know, we've got a busy weekend planned, so I won't get up there this weekend. But um, uh, we're real close to start it, running wire. We often, like, we're constantly saying to each other and to others, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And some, sometimes... That phrase is, it's going to be so great. And the other days, it's like, it's going to be great. Almost like a mantra we're just saying to ourselves. <laughs> Don't worry. We're just choking on the ice cube again. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <coughs> I think we learned after the first one, but. <coughs> Sorry, I got parched. Got parched. So, what I was saying. Yes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I feel like this week has been, it's going to be great. I guess it's been yeah. sort of like. It's it's been hard. It's um, it's hard financially because you know we have our household here and our bills here, but we're also putting a lot of money up and up there for our future. Um, it's hard because we're coming and going a lot, it's like busy. Um, and that's not like us. It's not like us, and busy in in a different style of like I feel like I've I work part time. And I've been working a lot, so I've just been gone. I, I've been gone a lot during the day. Um, you know, you're getting to a busy time of school year where you're going to get ready for spring, you know, getting that spring push Third on. Third quarter's almost done. And... Yes. And then, you know, our kids are in extracurriculars. But then also we were in this farmhouse, too. Right. And so it's just been hard. We've been apart right. a lot. Um I, I was telling Noah tonight, I feel like the world, or the weight of the f building the farmhouse is all on your shoulders, and I help when I can and with what I can and my knowledge, and the weight of our current home and the kids' needs are on my, is on my shoulders, and it's like we both have these huge weights, right? but, but we're not able always to help carry the load in each other's. Right areas and we know it's short term you know it's short term i have i feel the pressure on my phone looking at me every time i open it is a countdown i want to move on june 1 right. and so that's 98 days from today okay um uh that is a heavy load and like you said financially it's a big swing like we we well, price of things first of all well like, the yeah, prices of things um 
and we're starting from scratch. It's like you kind of. I, I, I had never been through, gone through a built a ho- building a house. Okay, mm-hmm. my parents, I guess, kind of built a house. They got a modular. We moved and stuff, but I wasn't part of like making the decisions and things along the way. But when you build or remodel from scratch a house, like everything's two thousand dollars. Just <laughs> all right, like. Oh, you need insulation? That'll be $2,000. You need drywall? Well, that's going to be about $2,000. Right. How about a water heater? Oh, yeah, you're going to need that, about $2,000. And uh, we took a loan out. We had a pot of money to start with. And, uh, you know, we got some space on the credit cards. And it's all kind of leading up to the big swing is uh, we, we're going to be listing our house for sale and selling it. And we think we'll be... Five for the whole, yeah. it'll sell quickly, hopefully, hope, and the so. revenues from that will pay back those loans and all that. But we are going out on a limb with a lot of this, and uh, it's just, I mean, it worries me. I, I kind of take care of the finances, and so it worries me like every time I, you know, uh, insulation this week, for example, I was pricing insulation for the whole house with brand new. I really wanted to use this material called mineral wool or rock wool. It's an insulation that uh, is made out of lava rock uh, dust, essentially, and it doesn't burn. Like I'll, I, I want to do a video where I hold fire on it, and it just, it doesn't burn, and it also doesn't grow spores, molds, or fungus, and it's a sound barrier, as opposed to the traditional wall with cotton candy looking yes with fiberglass insulation Uh, this is a lot more dense it's a lot better yada 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 but my gosh the price they wanted for that was just astronomical so i kind of had relegated idea okay well we're gonna have to do fiberglass and then lo and behold providentially on Mm -hmm. the old facebook marketplace there's a guy in greencastle who does this deal with lowe's and Home Depot and Amazon where he buys returns or buys stuff that isn't selling or I don't know how it all works. We all know those people though. And um, he had almost three whole pallets of uh, this one product that I had been looking for. And I got it for less than half price of what the normal one was. So about the price that we were going to spend. So about the price I was going to spend for the candy floss insulation. Right. Uh, And we've had a lot of those moments. So that's been really providential. Um, you know, with buying some cabinets from some neighbors, yeah. finding flooring for our for our um, yeah kitchen, kitchen and stuff. And and stuff. We liked it, and it was on sale. Then it went to like super sale. Our appliances, so we're grateful for right. like those breaks. But it's still a still lot. it's just a lot, and you don't want to get overextended. And you know, it's it's a finite resource, and try to. Just, Try to steward it well. And you also walk the line of what can I live with, what can I not live with. And also, we'll come back to sometimes the like, we're doing this once. Like, yeah, this I'm not is, doing this again. Why doing this again? So that's been in our mind too, to right. where oftentimes, like, we'll try to go more an expensive route, but it's like, this is, we're not, yeah, we're not, not opening this wall. This wall's not opening up again, so here's our chance for that. Yeah. So, and so we already have all our electrical equipment. We have. All of our, all the insulation for the first floor and a major part for the second floor. Our plan is to get the first floor done and livable. Put the kids what's in the living room and over the summer or next fall, work upstairs and get their bedrooms done. Uh, but that's kind of just, and then we'll cash flow that. Um, so 
as long as I stick to that, I kind of sometimes forget about that and I worry about take, tackling the whole house. As long as I stick to the plan of getting the first floor done, we have all the electrical, we have all the insulation, drywall is on sale right now, and so, and I think Uncle Sam might have wrote us a check for our tax refund today, so, <laughs> uh, thank you, whoever. Whoever, yeah. So, with all the positives and all the um, fun of our week, there has been, you know, just that, like, coming and going of, like, like, hi. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hi. How are the kids today? Yeah. You know, so, and that's just, and our kids, they like to be with us. They like to be involved. And so when dad's gone, it's hard on everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I come, sometimes I just come home and change my clothes and I go up there Sometimes I take a couple people with me. Sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Or I go up and stay late. Um, tonight was a real hard de- t- real hard decision. Like, I had been up there two or three nights this week, I feel like. Or at least running well, you, back and you forth. You had your day off of work on Monday, from, and you were there the whole day. Yeah. And then, yeah, you were there Tuesday yes, and Wednesday. And yesterday I found this insulation, so I was traveling to get that. that. And, and after school today, I traveled and got it, and I... When I got home, you guys were just about to leave for three hours of soccer practice, and I could have, I thought, we're busy this weekend, I thought, I'll just send them on their way and I'll work for three hours, but I was just so sick and tired of being away from everybody, I just, I would rather go sit and watch the most boring game in the world with the people (laughs) I love, uh, than go up there and be alone again. the kids really like to be in there. I think it was necessary. Practice. Yeah. It's it's hard decisions. It's, you know, I teach my kids at school all the time. Business and personal finance is all about one word. It's called trade-offs. Trade-offs are a really interesting concept where um, you have you can do you can make one choice, but you can't make all the choices. And what you don't do, there's an opportunity cost. Okay, so if I have five dollars and I go to Casey's and buy pizza, cool. But that's also five dollars I could use to buy outlets for the farm or take the kids for ice cream or whatever the opportunity. So everything is trade off. You trade off your money for whatever your value systems hold. You trade off your time for whatever your desires of your heart and your priorities hold. Um, I mean, you, you know, those are the two big ones I stress about in class, but. Right now, I've had to be kind of greedy and lean toward the the work part, uh, not schoolwork, but getting the house built, the stuff. And so I'm glad I traded tonight and just spent time with uh, mm-hmm. humans because I, I think it was good for everybody. Yeah. Um, got a big weekend coming up. It's my sister's birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday, Ressa. Is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Soccer in the morning. And celebrating Russa's birthday. I'm saying Russa, not Russia. My sister's name is Russa. She'll be, what, 30 this year? No. 31 this year? No. Oh, my gosh. How old am I? I'm 33. No, I'm not. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. How old am I? I'm 35. I'm going to be 36? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So she'll be 33. Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. Uh, wow. I, did, <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. So That's why my knees hurt all the time. Right, right. Almost 40. So, yeah, it'll be a fun weekend. Big weekend. 
mm-hmm. and things are good. Things are still good. Uh, I had we had a lot of good comments on our um, videos and posts in the last couple of weeks, and yes. I always appreciate that. Yes. We did our chicken primer uh, articles about how to get started with chickens. Uh, as you know, we're in the thick of it right now with the brooding uh, at this stage. They're brooders, and then I think. Another batch. Oh yeah, we're incubating a batch right now, and then we'll be moving them outside. And uh, got some good content in there about like uh, what kind of chicken feed and what level of chicken Mm -hmm. feed you need for these ages, and the turkeys, waterers, and coops. And so, if you're ever thinking about starting growing some chickens, go check out our two articles, the chicken primers, and um, I think that'll be good for people. And if you know people who are interested, you see all the time on Facebook right now is. Who tell me about these chickens? I'm tired of paying fifteen dollars a day. And so they're gonna go out and buy chicken stuff, and then in four weeks or five weeks they're gonna be tired, and we're gonna buy cheap chicken stuff. Is how I feel about it. Chipper chicken. Take the chipper chicken. Uh, And our YouTube video about how to play Racco was this week. If you ever haven't played the game Racco, it's a board game. Card game mixture. Boardish. I don't know. It's a little both. Cardboard game. But kids love it. If your kids can count to sixty. Uh, it's, it's great. Benjamin, uh, Elliot and Henry love it and use a four player game. And so we have a video out about how to play Racco and the kids helped make it and they had a good time with that. So we're going to try, I want to try with the kids to buy another set. And so that way, like more than four can play. We'll try it. It's weird. Why? It'll work. I, I weird's kind of a compliment around oh, here. So I thought maybe. Thanks. Um, anything else big planned coming up? No. Uh, no. It's, 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 uh, almost March, and, uh, in basketball tournament, they just say survive in advance. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel right now, is yeah. survive in advance. Make sure to take time to, you know, tell your kids and your spouse and show them, tell them you love them. Take care of yourself a little bit, okay, and get to... And keep moving forward. If you find yourself in a time of stress, just keep swimming. Survive in advance. But we got our Phil's naps on. We got our turkeys. Yeah. Who could ask for anything more? All right. We'll wrap it up here. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great week.